Hey folks, this is David opposed in the Matrix. How the heck are you? I'm doing pretty good myself. Um, it's a beautiful, beautiful. Okay, hold on, folks. <laughs> hold on, folks. I go vault. Okay. All right, here we go. Okay, all right, I got it under control. All right. See, folks, what I do is I also, uh, when, I'm, when I'm live on stream, I have it going through Telegram. Well, it shows me. I'm watching myself over here, which is really freaky to begin with. But when you watch yourself and hear yourself, that's even worse. Um, anyway, <laughs> so we'll just, uh, I went ahead and, and uh, muted that so that doesn't come through anymore. So hallelujah and praise the Lord. So um, anyway... <laughs> There's always a surprise at the beginning of this show, isn't there, folks? There's always something that, some glitch or something I forgot to shut off or something. And that's, you never know. Maybe that's what I do to keep it entertaining. So maybe it's not a mistake and it's just something I do to, as a gotcha moment. Um, and I just got a notification that uh, Posing the Matrix is live and on the air. So if, uh, if I didn't know that or if you didn't know that, even though you're watching me right now, hopefully it's live. And, uh. So anyway, um, this is one of those Twilight Zone moments, you know. Uh, oh, man. So anyway, it's a beautiful day here in Oregon. Got up to about, oh, I'd say about 65 degrees with a nice light breeze. And um, you couldn't ask for a nicer day. Actually, it's going to get warmer this weekend, so or by the weekend. So it's uh, we're promised some nice, uh, some nice weather for a change here. And uh, although 95 on... Uh, on Sunday is a little hot for here, but what the heck, you know? So, uh, where are we going here? Okay. All right. <clears throat> I've been trying to think about how to do this um, for, you know, ever since the last show. <clears throat> Let me explain to you what's, what happened. Last show I was talking, I, I mentioned about the QAnon thing and um, about Real Raw News and about... Um, that is it, the Restored Republic, and I even played a Restored Republic uh, video. And uh, I understand it's a, it's a touchy subject with a lot of people, and as, as it should be, because if you're a believer in Yeshua, then, you know, the Bible states that there's a clear way of doing things. Clear. Okay, no, no deviating to the right, no deviating to the left. Well, sometimes when you're in this research field, folks, you, you tend to, um, to branch off a little bit. Not too far to the right or to the left, but you see this and you go, well, you know, let me look at this and see. And then, then right real quick, you know, you, you put the brakes on and you, you back up and you get back on the freeway or the, the narrow way, I should say. Um, but you never adhere to those things. And um, well, I would say for the last, what, two, three years, maybe I've been I've been following this QAnon stuff and uh, following it in form of reading it and um and say, hmm, that's interesting, hmm, that's interesting, you know, wow, that's that's amazing, you know, anyway, um, and I found myself a couple times really getting dragged into it, and I had to quit, okay, I had to say, no, I'm not doing this, well, it's, uh, the Kunan thing is kind of like a drug, it's, um, uh, it, you can quit it, but it, it tends to suck you back in and, and get you addicted all over again, anyway, that wasn't really me. I'm still, when I read this stuff, even last week, um, 
I, I, there's still a very big element of doubt in my head. Okay. I've, I've always been like, uh, I should have been born in Missouri or, um, doubting Thomas was my, uh, my uncle or something like that, you know, cause I scientifically minded, I usually demand when things are in front of me. And that's what the neat thing about faith is because you have to believe in something without necessarily seeing that thing right in front of you. Uh, you know, we, you and I have probably never, I don't know, maybe unless you've been caught up to heaven or something, uh, and seen Yeshua, we've never seen him, you know, but we believe in him. And as a matter of fact, in his word, he talks about people that he's talking to the disciples. He says, you know, you're blessed because you've seen the things that I do. He says, but even more blessed are going to be the people that believe in me without seeing. And that's what faith is, right? So, um, in a way, those of us that are living in the 20th, 21st century, I mean, all the way from the first, second century on up here, that, that totally believe in Yeshua, we are, are more blessed than the people that actually got to see it happen, you know? Because we, we, we believe without, what is it, faith is the, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the, I, I can't remember, I'll have to look it up before we get off the air here, but, um, Evidence of things hoped for. Okay, thanks, babe. <laughs> um, so, anyway, uh, you know, so we, we having faith, we're, we're in a way blessed a lot more than the people that actually saw that what's going on. Um, so, uh, getting back to the QAnon stuff, I I started to look into it again, watching Real Raw News and um, and. Uh, Restrict, not Restricted Republic, Restored Republic. Restricted Republic is a really good site to go to, folks. You should go there and check it out. But Restored Republic is like a QAnon site. Well, this whole time, while reading it and kind of like, who, let me ask you a question. Who would not want for there to be no more debt? Um, you don't owe anything. Your house is paid off. You get all the money back that you ever paid into Social Security uh, la-di-da-di-da, you know, you can walk away with quite a bankroll, um, and live, live like me, live my retired life, uh, my wife and I live our retired lives happily ever after, you know, that's a nice thought, but it's not reality, <laughs> okay, um, it would be nice if it was reality, but I don't foresee it being that way, because life is meant to be tough, and it has, because we fall, we live in a fallen world, um, so, you know, wanting that and yearning for that, that that would be a good thing. You know, sometimes we look at these things, we we say, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we, we don't miss that one key, uh, that one key, shutting that one key door, so to speak, that um, would keep us from, from maybe stopping our progress or moving in the wrong direction. So um, last week I showed this video by uh, Restored Republic. Yeah, Restored Republic. And... Um, and it was, you know, it almost looked, this video, because I, li I listened to him like three times a week, um, not expecting anything, but, you know, just curious, curiously. And um, so, but last last week when I played that one, the one that I played, I listened to it, and I went, wow, this is, you know, it's like everything is culminating. It's like the one news source, um, QAnon news source is mimicking another, which you usually never see, okay? Um, you see the little, um, the little people, like, you know, like, people like you and I who uh, who look at this stuff and research it and and uh, I, I just meant people of our level not that you research it but uh, you know 
it's it's just something that, that people do you know we, we look at that stuff and and uh but anyway i kind of lost my track of thought i'm sorry train of thought train track of thought how's that um so you know that in mind i, I found it and i and i was wow you know this is all coming together you know maybe this stuff it does it but i forgot about all the workers of light talk all the um you know, the, all the New Age talk that's infused, the Buddhist talk, the Hindu talk, um, the uh, esoteric talk, uh, talk, you know, all the stuff that encompasses the New Age. I, you know, I kind of forgot about that stuff. And um, and so and, and I listened to that. I kind of got carried away and I played it on the show last week and said, yeah, him, it's a good possibility. Well, it's not. And I want to give thanks to uh, Shield Maiden for Christ. Um if, if you're watching Shield Maiden, that's wonderful. Thank you so much, what you did. Uh, Shield Maiden, um, she posted a, a link uh, under the video from last week. And if you go there, it takes you to this site that talks about all about this um, this whole movement, you know, being associated with the New Age, with St. Germain, um, you know, all this stuff that the, the New Agers go gaga over, you know. And, and I really got... Uh, cut to the spirit you know it's like man i can't believe i got on the air and said this you know um so anyway i'm kind of getting on here to say you know i'm, I'm sorry that i did that <laughs> you know I, I i do have a, a clear mind about things you know and then i i still like to research and stuff like that but you know we have to be careful because the scripture says that there's a lie that's coming and it's here i believe it's here now and that if it could it would deceive the elect you and I are the elect if you're in, if you're in Yeshua, okay? And so this thing is so strong that it's definitely going to pull and save people into it, but it's also going to pull in people that um, maybe have a little bit of an open door in this area or that area and are yearning for, like everybody does, to be free of debt and not have to worry about money anymore and stuff like that. Um, so, you know, if, if that's where, where you are too, like I was last week, um, we have to knock that off. We really do. We have to, um, keeping our eyes focused on Yeshua, the, the author and finisher of our faith. We have to, uh, there was, there's a song we sang back in the seventies, um, in the eighties and maybe even in the nineties, but it was a very simple song. And the lyrics said, turn your eyes upon Jesus, look full in his wonderful face and the things of earth will go strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. But sometimes we don't keep our focus on Jesus. Even if we take it off for a split second, that's dangerous. Okay? So with the big lie being out there and being perpetuated on everyone, everywhere, I beseech you and, um, and I, and I um, correct myself to just focus on the things that are Yeshua and if perchance Yeshua is in Trump getting back into office and and getting rid of all these people and then if, if it happens it happens okay but remember it might not even be of Yeshua it could be the other side so um, what I'm gonna do is I I, I took this um, link that the shield maiden gave to me or to us everybody and I went ahead and downloaded it now half of it or I'd say the last third of it I I, I don't know it's just too much for me, but the, the first two-thirds um, talk a lot of sense, okay? So I want to watch it real quick and then um, and then talk a little more and then maybe um, 
shut this thing down and uh, uh, publish it and everything else. And then uh, wait until Thursday when Brian will be on with me. Now, when Brian's on with me on Thursday, we're going to be talking about. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're going to be talking about. Uh, dang, I hate when this happens. Okay, hold on. Oh, AI. That's right. I don't even know to go. Need to go there. Um, AI is expanding all the time. We're learning more every day. Whereas we're, it used to be, we learned more every uh, decade, then we learn more every week, then we learn more every day, and then now it's like we're learning more every hour. Knowledge is really increasing, like it said in the Book of Daniel. Okay, so that in mind, um, we have to. Uh, keep up with this stuff, especially where AI is concerned, because there's some really important people out there that are warning us that this thing is dangerous and we shouldn't go down this road, at least without checks and balances. Okay. Even with checks and balances, I don't think we should go down the road, but that's another, that's another story for, for Thursday. Okay. So let me go ahead and play this video. If, if you would indulge me, please. And, um, and when it gets to to the part that, you know, where she said everything she needs to say and everything, and I think you're going to find that uh, this this whole um, uh, this whole thing with uh, this New Age stuff uh, being mingled in with, uh, actually, you know what it is, it's more of a, more of a shallow faith uh, in Yeshua being mingled in with, with New Age um, dogma, so... Uh, so I'll go ahead and play this. And again, thanks to Shield Maiden for Christ because it's because of your grace and the grace of God that, that we're having this show today. We're going to get this all straightened out. Okay, so here we go. Hi, this video is just a little introduction to the subject of Nasara and the Great Wealth Transfer. Is this a real thing? I don't know, but I'm hearing a lot about it. And of course, the New Age is talking about it in one way, and the Reawaken America New Apostolic Reformation are talking about it. So I'm still learning about it, but I found this very interesting. Maybe it will help explain some things and some connections. I watched a documentary the other day. This is it right here, and it's three hours long. I clipped it down to about a half an hour. I just wanted to, you to see how they are explaining this whole thing. They go back to the beginning of time, practically, and it just shows you how um, the New Age Q, the Ascended Masters, the Freemasons, the Mystery Schools, the bankers and the NAR and Reawaken America all kind of plays into this. Um, this documentary itself is really a big propaganda piece, but it is what they believe, or at least the people who made this this documentary. Um, and I do I do see that this is kind of the basis for a lot of QAnon stuff that relates to um, even aliens, you know, the Ascended Masters and the Palladians. And, and at the end, there is a portion from a recent Reawaken America event. Also check out this Probably Alexandra video for more details from our Christian perspective. Thanks for watching.
Members of these societies understood if an individual could be a powerful force of change, so could they, in larger numbers, slay the dragons of the world. It was here as a member of the Rosicrucier Secret Society that Francis Bacon became inspired to write his famous Great Instauration, which would restore paradise on earth through knowledge and virtue. In addition to the Rosicrucier and the Knights of the Helmet Secret Societies was the Freemason Secret Society, whose members passed down the secrets of building the massive cathedrals and castles of Europe. After the death of Queen Elizabeth in 1603, King James succeeded to the throne. During his reign, Francis was promoted to Viscount St. Albans and Lord Chancellor, which was the highest positions of power one could obtain in that era other than the king himself. He was given the task to reform Freemasonry, which, in late Elizabethan England, was more of a social clique for the elite. He sought to change operative Freemasonry of the medieval stone guilds into speculative Freemasonry, that is, a fraternal order of philosophers that would recreate the world as God made it and not as men or the church made it, a place where religious and political strife could be placed aside under its three great Masonic principles of brotherly love, relief for the poor, and seekers of truth. He then redrafted the nine degrees of the Knights of Templar into 33 degrees, which became the basis of modern-day Freemasonry. Many of these initiations were based on Christian ethics with a focus on the realization of one's own inner Christ consciousness. Christ consciousness. Christ consciousness. Francis chose 33 initiations of Freemasonry from a simple Elizabethan cipher which equaled to the numerical value of his signature. By assigning a number for each letter of the alphabet, the name Bacon equals to 33. Francis once said, The great end of life is not knowledge but action. True to his word, in 1626 he faked his own philosopher's death and attended his funeral in disguise with another body in the coffin. He then traveled to the Rakotsi Mansion in the Carpathian Mountain region of Transylvania, which is now located in modern-day Romania. Here during the reign of Ferenic Rakotsi I, he continued his studies of alchemy, preparing him for his physical ascension under the watchful eye of Master R, who worked with the great divine director. After making two million right decisions, Spending hundreds of thousands of years of incarnations, he was granted ascension. The highest form of alchemy is not the transmutation of the base elements into gold, but instead, the transmutation of the soul into oneness with the Creator. The transmutation of the soul into oneness with the Creator. On May 1st, 1684, he finally mastered these secrets and ascended into the 14th dimension, transmuting his mortal body into an immortal angel conquering death itself. After the ascension process occurs, normally a soul would choose to move on to serve in higher dimensions. However, Francis chose to join the Great White Brotherhood of Light, the Great White Brotherhood of Light, where souls that have vowed to stick with the earth until the day all humanity could ascend, all humanity could ascend. These so-called ascended masters rarely interact with I'm reading an article called Proof the Ascended Masters are Demons in Disguise by Stephen Bankhurst. 
who are ascended masters? If you are familiar with the New Age movement, you may have heard this term used before to describe beings like Buddha, Jesus, and Saint Germain. The claim is the claim in this article is that is not that Buddha and Jesus are demons, but that the ascended masters who have disguised themselves as Jesus and Buddha in esoteric material where this idea first originated have fully disclosed themselves as being fallen angels. Ascended Masters or Great White Brotherhood or Secret Chiefs are believed to be spiritually enlightened beings who in past incarnations were ordinary humans but have went through spiritual transformation to the point of reaching ascension. There are seven rays of ascension and all of the supposed Ascended Masters are categorized under these rays according to, according to their spiritual qualities, characteristics, and type of message they taught. They all have surpassed the birth cycle, have more good karma than bad karma, and no longer need to be reborn since they have surpassed sixth level initiation. Initiations are levels of consciousness and stages of soul development, and the more universal your consciousness becomes, the higher you move up the ranks of initiation until you hit the fourth level of initiation where it is no longer necessary for you to reincarnate. At the sixth level of initiation, you have achieved unity with the I am and thus fall into the category of being an ascended master. The Great White Brotherhood gave Aleister Crowley his Satanism. Crowley was a famous occultist and Satanist from the 1900s. He referred to himself as the Beast 666 and once said, I was not content to just believe in Satan. I wanted to be his chief of staff. He used to torture and kill animals, used menstrual blood for spell casting, and has openly admitted to making blood sacrifices to demons and performed sex magic on his mistresses, five of which ended up committing suicide. He was also a 33-degree Freemason, a heroin addict, and believed that for the highest spiritual working, one must accordingly choose that victim which contains the greatest and purest force. A male child of perfect innocence and high intelligence is the most satisfactory and suitable victim. For nearly all purposes relating to magic, human sacrifice is the best. Chapter 12 of the Bloody Sacrifice. After reading about the Great White Brotherhood in a book called The Cloud Upon the Sanctuary, Crowley wanted to ascend to the top of the ladder. He started an order called AA, consisting of a series of levels that students would graduate through performing tasks consisting of black magic and occult practices, involving astral projection, contact with spirits, and witchcraft. At the top of this ladder, um, at the top of this order, as the highest ranking being, sat the secret chiefs of the planetary order, or the ascended masters. One of these secret chiefs is believed he believed in was named Iwas. This is the being who gave him his entire satanic philosophy and telepathically communicated to him his satanic book titled The Book of the Law, which stated that, do, that to do as thou wilt is the highest law. This book is a staple in any Satanist and black magician's library. If members of the Great White Brotherhood are contacting black magic Satanists who practiced blood sacrifices to demons and are giving them satanic philosophy, are we really sure these Ascended Masters are of God? The Ascended Masters were first popularized in a book published under Lucifer Publishing Company, founded by a Satanist, Alice Bailey. The head of the Ascended Masters was first really introduced in the occult in the late 1700s, but was fully developed and popularized 
as a mature concept around 1920 by C.W. Ledbetter and Alice Bailey. And here's a book by Alice Bailey, Lucifer Publishing. Alice Bailey is a famous occultist, a pioneer in metaphysics, and prominent member of the Theosophical Society, which is a metaphysical school that basically founded the New Age movement. She published her first work, The Concept of Rays, Initiations in the Great White Brotherhood, the Ascended Masters. In her book, Initiations, Solar and Human, which brought the ideas of Ascended Masters and Soul Initiation into the mainstream of the occult community and the New Age community. This book was published under the publishing company called Lucifer Publishing Company, which was named off, which was named of the, off of the original magazine of the Theosophical Society titled Lucifer. Alice Bailey was a member of the Theosophical Society, and this society is typically regarded as being what started the New Age, the entire New Age movement. The Theosophical Society was a mystery school that taught esoteric knowledge and ancient mysteries. The story of the Ascended Masters perfectly mirrors the story of the fallen angels in the Bible, and they worship Satan. On page 32 and 33 of Initiation, Solar and Human, which was channeled to Alice Bailey by Ascended Master Joao Kuhl, she talks about where these masters are located and how they came here in the first place. After the great descent of the spiritual existences, the, the masters, to the earth, the work they planned to do was systematized. Offices were apportioned and the process of evolution in all the departments of nature were brought under the conscience, conscious, wise guidance of this initial brotherhood. This hierarchy of brothers of light still exists and the work goes, on, goes steadily on. They are all in physical existence, either in dense physical bodies such as many of the masters employ or in etheric bodies such as the more exalted helpers and the lord of the world occupy several of the masters in physical bodies dwell in the himalayan mountains in a secluded spot called shigasti far from the ways of men but the greater number are scattered all over the world dwelling in different places in the various nations unrecognized and unknown yet forming each in his own place a focal point for the energy of the Lord of the world. The Lord of the world in the Ascended Master's teachings is Sanat Kumara, the founder of the Great White Brotherhood and the ruler over the whole etheric plane. The only spiritual entity to be referred to in such a way in the Bible is Satan himself, who Paul calls the God of this world, 2 Corinthians 4, 4. And Jesus refers to Satan as being the ruler of this world three separate times. Even the Satanic Bible refers to Satan as the Lord of the earth. The Bible also talks about Satan and his demons ruling from the air. In which you used to live when you followed the ways of this world and of the ruler of the kingdom of the air, the spirit who is now at work in those who are disobedient. See, what these people believe, it's like kind of biblical in the opposite way. They have they have exactly. the same concepts, but in the the Satan that we know of from the Bible is their Lord of the world, and the powers and principalities are their hierarchy of light. 
We do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Ephesians 6.12 The Bible refers to anything that is above the earth as being the heavens. So what Paul is talking about is a kingdom of the air above the physical earth plane that is occupied by Satan and his fallen angels, a.k.a. the etheric plane. So these so-called masters who gave Crowley his satanic philosophy exist within the etheric planes and serve the Lord of the world. And the Bible tells us that demons exist within the heavenly places and serve the God of this world. Let's take a look at the first sentence of the paragraph again. After the great descent of the spiritual existences, the masters to the earth implies that the ascended masters descended together and fell to earth at the same time. In her book, The Externalization of the Hierarchy, on page 118, she says this, quote, When the sons of God who responded to the divine urge to experience, to serve, and to sacrifice separated themselves from the sons of God who responded to no such inspiration, unquote. So this is literally a direct reference to fallen angels. Yes. Yes. Please remember this when you hear people talking about Christ consciousness and Ascended Masters, and it's, it's not cute at all. It's very dark. The Bible calls fallen angels the sons of God in, chapters, in Revelation chapter 12. Jesus is speaking to John and says the following in verse 7 through 9. And there was a war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon, and the dragon fought and his angels and prevailed not. Neither was their place found in heaven any more in heaven. And the great dragon was cast out, that old serpent called the devil and Satan, who deceiveth the whole world. He was cast out into the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. His angels. And you've got all these Nara people calling angels, having visions of angels, talking to angels, seeing angels, all this angel stuff. You gotta, you gotta really wonder about that. The Book of Enoch spells out the fallen angels in the exact same way as well. Quote, the watchers look down from heaven and desire the daughters of men. They swear an oath, an oath, uh, an oath to fulfill their desires and then descend, marry women, and defile themselves with women. Unquote. Or in the book of Jude in the Bible where it says in verse 6, And the angels which kept not their first estate, but which left their own habitation. Is it just a coincidence that the Bible account of the fallen angels coincides perfectly with the history of the ascended masters? If it still seems like a coincidence, it won't after we understand that theosophy believed Sanat Kumara is literally Satan. Here's a quote from famous theosophist Dane Rudyar on Sanat Kumara. Satan is an anagram for Sanat Kumara, who in the esoteric philosophy of India is the Promethean being who gave mankind the fire of self-consciousness and independent individual selfhood. Unquote. The magic of tone and the Art of Music, page 69. What more, what, what more do we need? 
According to the New Encyclopedia of the Occult, on page 418, Satan has a possible echo in theosophical lore, where the Lord of the world, the ruler of the earth, and the head of the Great White Lodge, the Great White Lodge, is Sanat Kumara. The Great White Lodge, where the Lord of the world, the head of the Great White Brotherhood, so, when you hear white hats and white brothers or anything, it's not about anything good. And here's a quote by Nila Kanta, Nila Kanta Sri Ram, in the Theosophical Magazine Lucifer, from page two of an issue published on April, 1, April of 1961. The, the adversary or Satan is no other than Lucifer, the light bearer, the bright morning star. He is the initiator, awakening the divine faculties of intellect on man. He is the king of the fallen angels, spirits from higher spheres, spheres, who descended among primitive mankind of the third race. The founder of the entire Theosophical Society, Helena Blavatsky, openly admits this on page 236 of The Secret Doctrine. The allegorical and symbolical meaning of the serpent of Genesis is found explained by the sons of wisdom, or angels from higher spheres. Though all and each pertain to the kingdom of Satan, or matter, revealing to men the mysteries of heaven. So according to the Bible, Lucifer and his angels were cast out of heaven to earth and now exist in, within the air and the heavenly places. And according to Ascended Master teach, teachings, the Ascended Master separated from other sons of God and fell to earth in a great descent and now exist in the etheric realms with Satan. And these teachings were brought to us by a mystery school founded by a Satanist and were published under Lucifer Publishing Company. This is just spiritual Satanism and the glorification of fallen angels. If the ascended masters really are fallen angels, we should expect them to reject Jesus. And that's exactly what we see. The teachings of fallen angels, I'm briefly going to just go over this. Um, they include things like eugenics, racism. Um, Hitler loved Blavatsky's book. The new race is forming in every land, but primarily in those lands where the fifth or Caucasian races are to be found. They're anti-Semitic. And they're, oh, they're Freemasons. The, the Masonic movement, when it can be divorced from all political and social ends and from its present paralyzing condition of inertia, will meet the need of those who can and should wield power. Under the all-seeing eye, the work can go forward. They're pro-war. This is a good article. I will link it below. Tying it all together. These ascended masters have a history that mirrors the fallen angels exactly. They serve Lucifer, Satan, which is theosophists themselves tell us, and were pop first popularized by the Theosophical Society founded by Satanist Freemason under Lucifer Publishing Company. They gave Crowley his Satanism. They make a mockery of Jesus and give us false promises of ascension while promoting war, eugenics, and racism. 
If you feel a conviction in your spirit or a red light going off in your inner radar, it would be extremely wise to throw away your Ascended Master Oracle card. Stop praying to these evil beings disguised as solar angels and disregard any teachings containing references to the Ascended Masters as being authorities of light. These so-called Ascended Masters rarely interact with humanity, but Francis chose a different path. He wanted to return back in a human body to teach others how to overcome the laws of the physical universe and to help usher in the coming golden age of humanity. And to help usher in the coming golden age of humanity. And to help usher in the coming golden age of humanity. His karmic board granted his request, and he materialized a new body as a Count du Saint-Germain, with a Count of Saint-Germain. He chose his name from the Latin word Sanctus Germanus, meaning Holy Brother. Saint-Germain truly had an elixir of life. It would mean he had ultimately mastered the secrets of the Philosopher's Stone, which medieval alchemists believed could transmute the base metals such as lead into gold. It seemed likely if anyone could have figured this out, it would have been Saint Germain, as he closely worked with the Fathers Lucis, Fathers Lucis, and with the Knights of the Brothers of Asia, who studied the Rosicrucian and Hermetic sciences of alchemy, of which the three parts of the Azoth constituted the Philosopher's Stone. No one really knows if Saint Germain was truly able to turn lead into gold, but in 1727, it appears he had done just that. These secret money-making techniques were shared with certain German bankers and monarchies in the hopes that the wealth generated would benefit all humanity, but instead, they squandered it for themselves. So, in 1729, he abandoned support of these power brokers and created the World Trust. From its inception, he stipulated that the World Trust would be released by the year 2000. But this is not an easy task to do, as you will soon see. Saint Germain realized humanity would never be ready for the knowledge and technology of the Aquarian Age, of the Aquarian Age until mankind could put aside their destructive sciences and religions and religions and religions and accept the heart of which lies of both that is to enter one's own heart and harness their own unlimited potential 100 years after his ascension saint germain had brought much enlightenment to the royal courts of europe and thanks to his efforts the creation of the united states of america because of this service to humanity, the Great White Brotherhood of Light granted him the office of the Shohan of the Seventh Ray. We are your instrument of those sevenfold rays and all your archangels, all of them. And I am the instrument of those sevenfold rays and archangels, and I will not retreat. I will take my stand. We will not retreat. We will stand our ground. According to occult philosophy, the seven rays are seven metaphysical principles that govern both individuals and 2,158 year astrological cycles. Our current astrological age of Pisces is dominated by religion and superstitions. Soon, this will be replaced with the age of Aquarius, which will bring about knowledge and wisdom. As director of the Shohan of the Seventh Ray, Saint Germain is responsible for transmuting the old energies of the past in order to bring about the Christ consciousness of the coming golden age of Aquarius. 
This is why Saint Germain is sometimes referred to as the cosmic master of the age of Aquarius. Okay, we're going to read a little bit about Saint Germain in Wikipedia. Count Saint Germain, also sometimes referred to as Master Ricosi or Master R, is a legendary spiritual master of the ancient wisdom and various theosophical and post-theosophical teachings, said to be responsible for the new age culture of the age of Aquarius and identified with the Count Saint Germain, 1710 to 1784, who has been variously described as a courtier, adventurer, inventor, alchemist, pianist, violinist, and amateur composer. In the works authored by Alice A. Bailey, Saint Germain is called Master Ricosi or the Master R. In the Ascended Master's teachings, the Master Ricosi, otherwise known as the Great Divine Director, is regarded as Saint Germain's teacher in the Great White Brotherhood of Ascended Masters. Alice Bailey's book, The Externalization of the Hierarchy, a compilation of earlier revelations published posthumously in 1957, gives the most information about this reputed role as a spiritual master. Saint Germain's spiritual title is said to be Lord of Civilization, and his task is the establishment of the new civilization of the age of Aquarius. He is said to telepathically influence people who are seen by him as being instrumental in bringing about the new civilization of the age of Aquarius. Alice A. Bailey stated that sometime after 2025, the Jesus, the Master Ricosi, St. Germain, Kutumi, and other of the spiritual hierarchy would externalize, i.e. descend from the spiritual worlds and interact in visible, in visible tangible bodies on the earth in ashrams surrounded by their disciples. This is so weird. It kind of sounds like disclosure, too. Alice A. Bailey said that St. Germain is the manager of the Executive Council of the Christ. Theosophists regard Master Jesus and Christ as two separate and distinct beings. They believe in the Gnostic Christology espoused by Serenthus. 100 AD, according to which Christ is a being who was incarnated in Jesus only during the three years of the ministry of Jesus. According to certain theosophists, Christ is identified as being a highly developed spiritual entity whose actual name is Maitreya. This Maitreya is the same being known in Buddhism as the Bodhisattva Maitreya, who is in training to become the next Buddha on earth. According to Alice A. Bailey, the Executive Council of the Christ is a specific subgroup of the Masters of the Ancient Wisdom charged with preparing the way for the Second Coming of Christ and the consequent inauguration of the Age of Aquarius. I'm traveling throughout Germany and Austria, petitioning the monarchies to work together to avert the French Revolution and to create a United States of Europe. Though the monarchies enjoyed being entertained by Saint Germain's marvelous alchemical experiments, neither they nor their jealous ministers wished to relinquish their power to a unified Europe. With his plans in Europe crumbling apart, he then turned his eyes to the now prosperous New World, because he knew America would play a key role in raising people's consciousness and raising people's consciousness into the Golden Age. Nassar is the most groundbreaking reformation to sweep not only this country, but our planet in its entire history. The act does away with the Federal Reserve Bank, the IRS, the shadow government, and much, much more. Nassar implements the following changes. 
zeroes out all credit card, mortgage, and other bank debt due to illegal banking and government activities. This is the Federal Reserve's worst nightmare, a jubilee or a forgiveness of debt. Abolishes the income tax, abolishes the IRS. Employees of the IRS will be transferred into the U.S. Treasury National Sales Tax Area. Creates a 14% flat rate non-essential new items only sales tax revenue for the government. In other words, food and medicine will not be taxed, nor will used items such as old homes. Increases benefits to senior citizens. Returns constitutional law to all courts and legal matters. Reinstates the original title nobility limit. Hundreds of thousands of Americans under the control of foreign powers will lose their citizenship, be deported to other countries, and barred from re-entry for the remainder of their life. And millions of people will soon discover their college degrees are now worthless paper. Establishes new presidential and congressional elections within 120 days after Nassar's announcement. The interim government will cancel all national emergencies and return us back to constitutional law. Monitors elections and prevents illegal election activities of special interest groups. Creates a new U.S. Treasury rainbow currency backed by gold, silver, and platinum precious metals. Ending the bankruptcy of the United States, initiated by Franklin Roosevelt in 1933. Forbids the sale of American birth certificate records as chattel property bonds by the U.S. Department of Transportation. Initiates new U.S. Treasury bank system in alignment with constitutional law eliminates the Federal Reserve System. During the transition period, the Federal Reserve will be allowed to operate side-by-side -side of the U.S. Treasury for one year in order to remove all Federal Reserve notes from the money supply. Restores financial privacy. Retrains all judges and attorneys in constitutional law. Ceases all aggressive U.S. government military actions worldwide. Establishes peace throughout the world. Releases enormous sums of money for humanitarian purposes. Enables the release over 6,000 patents of suppressed technologies that are being withheld from the public under the guise of national security, including free energy devices, anti-gravity, and sonic healing machines. I want the American people to know today that I am still committed to working with people of good faith and goodwill of both parties to do what's best for our country. Because President Clinton's clone had no interest in signing Nassar into law, on October 10, 2000, under orders from U.S. military generals, the elite Naval SEALs and Delta Force stormed the White House and under gunpoint forced Bill Clinton to sign Nassar into law. During this time, Secret Service and White House security personnel were ordered to stand down, disarmed, and allowed to witness this event under a gag order. From its very inception, Bush Sr., the corporate government, major bank houses in the Carlyle Group have opposed Nassara. To maintain secrecy, the case details and the docket number were sealed and revised within the official congressional registry to reflect a commemorative coin, and then again, it was revised even more recently. This is why there are no public congressional records and why a search for this law will not yield the correct details until after the reformations are made public. You probably never heard of this law due to an extremely strict gag order placed upon politicians, media personnel, and bank officers. Even though Alex Jones or Ron Paul will not tell you about it, the law is still valid. And members of Congress will not tell us any of this because they have been ordered by the U.S. Supreme Court justices to deny the existence of Nassara or face charges of treason punishable by death. Some members of Congress have actually been charged with obstruction. 
We're here to the nation's capital to tell the story that we've got an economic convulsion in agriculture. We've got a lot of broken dreams, a lot of broken lives, a lot of broken families, and we're not going to take it any longer. Minnesota Senator Paul Wellstone was about to break the gag order, but before he could, his small passenger plane crashed, killing his wife, daughter, and himself. If fear isn't enough to keep Congress in line, money is. The CIA routinely bribes senators with stolen loot from the bank roll programs. Every senator has been bribed with a minimum of $200 million deposited into a Bank of America account in Canada. You would never hear the media networks report about Nassara. To maintain silence, major news networks such as CNN are paid in the tune of $2 billion annually. Some of this loot is funneled by the Mormon Church in Utah through Senator Orrin Hatch's office in Bank of America. Not only is Congress bribed, but the entire Joint Chiefs of Staff and the upper tier of the government, including the President himself, receives these payments as well. Only the Provost Marshal has the lawful authority to arrest these individuals, but sadly, he won't do his job either. It seems the United States military is full of pencil-pushing politicians who care more about advancement than doing their job. And not surprisingly, much disinformation about Nassara can be found on the internet. Prominent naysayers include Quatlus.com, which is rumored to be a CIA front, Nassara.org, which is maintained by the Bush family, Sherry Schreiner, and various internet channelers receiving their messages from telepathic spooks have all contributed to the confusion. So here's one person's opinion. Nassara equals Antichrist. Nassara is the economic and political program of the collective Antichrist and their new world order. The global economic collapse was methodically orchestrated by the Illuminati to make way for Nassara, which will be implemented and run by the beast. It's coming right under our noses and the world will accept it with open arms. Understandably. Even the information on Wikipedia is in error. Wikipedia gives you the history of CIA agent Harvey Bernard's Nassara Law. If you look closely, this law stands for the National Economic Stabilization and Recovery Act, which would have made reforms to the economy and replaced the income tax with a national sales tax. This law was rejected by Congress in the 1990s. But there's little mention of the National Economic Security and Reformation Act on Wikipedia or its ramifications. The next step is to announce Nassar to the world, but it's not an easy task to do. Many powerful groups have tried to prevent the implementation of Nassara. The Nassara law requires that at least once a year, an effort be made to announce the law to the public. Three current U.S. Supreme Court judges control the committee in charge of Nassara's announcement. These judges have used their overall authority to secretly sabotage Nassara's announcement. In 2001, after much negotiation, the Supreme Court justices ordered the current Congress to pass resolutions approving Nassara. This took place on September 9, 2001, 18 months after Nassara became law. On September 10, 2001, George Bush Sr. moved into the White House to steer his son on how to block the announcement. The next day, on September 11, 2001, at 10 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time, Alan Greenspan was scheduled to announce the new U.S. Treasury Bank System, debt forgiveness for all U.S. citizens, and abolishment of the IRS as the first part of the public announcements of Nassara. Just before the announcement at 9 a.m., Bush Sr. ordered the demolition of the World Trade Center to stop the international banking computers on floors 1 and 2 and the North Tower from initiating the new U.S. Treasury Bank System. Explosives in the World Trade Center were 
were planted by both CIA and Mossad operatives and detonated remotely in Building 7, which was demolished later that day in order to cover up their crime. Remote pilot technology was used in a flyer event to deliver a payload of explosives into the Pentagon at the exact location of the White Knights of the White Knights in their new Naval Command Center who were coordinating activities supporting Nassara's implementation nationwide. With the announcement Nassara stopped dead in his tracks, George Bush Sr. decapitated any hopes of returning the government back to the people. Remember, this money will come from the bankroll and prosperity programs. The only catch is, to distribute these funds, they must first be released by the trustees, whose members come from the Clinton, Bush, and Rockefeller families. They are doing everything they possibly can to stop these payouts. This cycle has been ongoing for years. The only alternative left is to kill the Federal Reserve System by force. On December 15, 2006, a meeting was arranged to discuss ways to curtail these criminal activities. Their ranks included representatives from the global family who were enlightened individuals working directly under St. Germain. They include members from the IMF, World Bank, Rothschild family, and key persons from over 48 nations. They agreed to implement three goals by June 15, 2007, that is, to end all war, to actively improve the environment, to actively provide abundance for their people. Those nations which do not keep this agreement will eventually be cut off from the international banking community in order to force them into compliance. Some banks are now working to bring about the Nassara mission in the hopes that some of the prosperity funds would trickle into their banks saving them from closing their doors. But most of the larger banks that are fighting the coming changes will soon be out of business. Slowly, the illegal practices of the international financiers are coming to an end. The banks and government are now in a panic to find other people's money to plug up the holes in their cracking dam. Though some funds have been raised by either selling military secrets to China or through CIA drug-running operations, this is nowhere near enough money to prop up a collapsing derivative market. Soon, this money will run out, leaving the option of either crashing the financial markets once again, destroying what little is left of the American economy, or by printing more money, leading to hyperinflation. Before he was even sworn in office, in December 2008, Obama tried unsuccessfully to steal $400 billion from the prosperity funds and demanded another $1 trillion ransom for his deed. A week before his inauguration, St. Germain and the Global Family had confronted Obama about his actions. At that time, Obama agreed to go along with the Nassara mission, but soon after reversed his promise and has now solidified his alliance with the Bush-Clinton cabal. Our economy is badly weakened, a consequence of greed and irresponsibility on the part of some, but also our collective failure to make hard choices and prepare the nation for a new age. The Queen of England has also participated in this sabotage. She has placed secret override codes into these banking computers, which allow her ladyship and Obama to move this money around and around until hell freezes over, awaiting the time until they can figure out how to access these funds. In preparation for economic collapse, a false flag leading to nuclear war of Iran, and the New World Order, Obama increased preparedness for Rex 84 martial law which, under a Hillary Clinton presidency, would send millions of patriotic Americans to concentration camps. To stop this scenario, the White Knights, the White Knights, the White Knights, the White Knights, under guidance of QAnon, have taken strong actions to protect the American people. 
The QAnon network represents a group of 1,500 military personnel from various DoD and Secret Space Program Council members. Its director is an admiral from Naval Intelligence and is receiving their mandate from a quantum computer in the future, which is seeking to make the most positive timeline that benefits both humanity and the singularity. And the singularity. And the singularity. Q has selected a Donald Trump presidency to help usher in a new U.S. Treasury dollar, a debt jubilee, and technology of the secret space program in preparation of extraterrestrial contact with Earth population, which is scheduled to happen during the second half of Trump's second term as president. Whether the Nassara transition is peaceful or not, God has mandated the common man will not suffer. God has mandated the common man will not suffer. The dark side's plans for mass vaccinations, martial law, or nuclear war will end in utter failure, and those who cooperated with such schemes will descend into the ash heap of history. The peoples of the world are now becoming aware of these grievances. Queen Elizabeth and the Crown of England have both gone too far with their crown power. Third world nations, such as Malaysia, would no longer allow the International Monetary Fund to rape their assets. African and South American nations, once devastated by the IMF, are now teaming up to create their own coalitions. Attempts by the international banking community to crush the Islamic nations have yielded little results as they continue to abide to the gold standard as dictated in the Quran. China is proposing the creation of a new international reserve currency backed by precious metals, which would operate outside the manipulations of the Bank of International Settlements in the Committee of 300. In addition to the financial reforms, the Vatican has agreed to the Vatican has agreed to the Vatican has agreed to cooperate with a plan to end poverty and turn the deserts green by allowing the development of forbidden technologies such as free energy. The White Hats and the US Space Command The White Hats and the US Space Command which operate bases like Area 51 are now ready to release anti-gravity and teleportation technologies, which would make all automobiles and airplanes obsolete. Industries which are expected to vanish completely include petroleum, war, nuclear power, pharmaceuticals, and automobiles. Companies in these industries will receive substantial financial help after Nasara in order to transform themselves for the coming changes. For example, the petroleum industry could be turned into a geoengineering industry, the armaments industry could move into space exploration, and car manufacturers could be retooled to produce anti-gravity scooters. The longer these bankers and the corporate federal government refuse to go along with Nassara, the more banking implosions we will see. The world has announced, enough is enough. If you do not behave yourselves, you will be shut off from the international community. If you do not behave yourselves, you will be shut off from the international community. Nearly 300 years have passed since the creation of St. Germain's World Trust. The time has now come to herald in a new age of peace and prosperity. We do not want an economic collapse, martial law, or new world order. We want Nasara now. All right. <laughs> all right, folks, here we go. Um, so you kind of got an idea what this is all about. <clears throat> because they're going to force everybody, it looks like, to either go on to the, for lack of better words, the deep state side or the white hat side. There's going to be no middle of the road, according to what I've seen in there. And 
the white hat side, if this is right, which there's good indications that it is, um, the white hat side seems to be the one that's going with the new age. And the new age is fighting against the old, the old age, so to speak, which is no good either. <laughs> okay. The old age is like the deep state and the, um, the oppressors, the bankers and everything else. And the other, and the new age is the ones that are fighting against them, but they're, their new age that are going into philosophies that we don't want to go into. Now, did you notice that the whole time it was St. Germain, it was, um, Buddha, everything you can think of. But at the end, they started saying, God wants this and God wants that. Okay, which God? All right, which God wants it? Certainly not the God of the Bible. Because he's going to come and he's going to, oh, wow, I was just thinking about something. It just came to mind. Let's get this down. The legs and the toes in um, <clears throat> the statue in Daniel that he saw, that Nebuchadnezzar saw, and that he told him what it was. It says, one kingdom is made out of iron, the other one's made out of clay. And just as iron does not mold, melt the clay, so they will not cleave one to the other. Could it be that the, um, the deep state is the iron and that the, um, the, um, the white hats, for lack of better words, are the clay, okay? And they're in the same structure, but they, they never will cleave to one another. They'll never get together with one another. They'll never be able to get along with one another. And um, perhaps this is going to happen until the stone that's made in heaven comes crashing down into the statue and destroys it, turns it into powder that gets blown away by the wind. And, um, yeah, that's, that's a good thought. Uh, thank you, Lord, for that one. Um, so anyway, folks, um, the whole crux of this is that no matter what way you look at it, deep state or white hats, they're two wings of the same bird, just like in the United States, the, uh, there's the Republicans and there's Democrats, there's two wings of the same bird, and they're both going toward the same goal. However, they're going different ways to reach the same goal, and they, they act like they hate each other, <clears throat> which they, they do. <laughs> um, now, whether that's an act or if it's, it's for real, I don't know. But um, but then you have the white hats and the, the deep state that hate each other, but seem to be sucking in mankind or men one side or the other. Now, is there a melding of that at the end? Probably. Probably a bottleneck or something where it all melds together. Um, so anyway, folks, here's, here's the deal. <clears throat> I pledge not to mention <laughs> this this whole white hat, dark, deep state thing uh, to the best of my ability. I promise that um, in that I'm going to look at things, keep looking at things I have the whole time, except I got a little confused. But um, from a, a biblical standpoint and a prophetic standpoint and not the prophetic standpoint that the. Bethel Church Reading has because they're part of this whole thing that we just watched. Um, all the NAR churches are. So, um, again, I, I presented it last week and um, I felt bad about it this whole week and I presented this and I think that <clears throat> our best choice is to stay out of both of them um, and just kind of run the middle of the road 
and um, and let the deep state battle it out with the white hats and everything else and um, well whoever's supposed to win will win I guess I don't know if you look at it from Yahweh's perspective so anyway I just wanted to explain I wanted to show you this and I, I want everybody to know the truth and I want to acknowledge <laughs> um, uh, L. Winsong, who's been writing in the uh, the chat room, and I think she's the only one that's writing there. Um, and uh, so she said it might be helpful to put a link to the video you just showed so the viewers can analyze it more, maybe. I will do that. I'll put it down in the description underneath the video. Um, yeah, and I, I mentioned Shield Made It For Christ, uh, Winsong, so... Um, <clears throat> And she says, Dave, it's sad to see these, hear about all these lies. I hope hearing this video doesn't confuse anybody. Well, I do too. I hope it doesn't confuse anybody. Um, and hopefully my explanation, you know, about it will help bring clarity also. But um, I don't know. It all boils down to a scripture that I've pretty well sat on it's, or stood on. It's been my... Um, well, you know, I'd have to look it up, but uh, there's another shorter version of it. Uh, Joshua said, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord, or Yahweh. And um, it talks about some trusting in chariots and some in horsemen. Uh, but our trust is in the Lord God. They will falter, uh, but we will rise up and be full of strength, I think it says. That's the general theme of that scripture paraphrase. So, um Anyway, folks, with the pose of the matrix, it's onward and upward. Okay. Had a little blurp, a little burp, but onward and upward. We've had burps before. Okay. Um, we've had other people that have been co-hosts of this show um, who have brought in some, some a little bit strange stuff. And and uh, we've had to deal with that. Okay. And we'll, we dealt with this. So let's... Um, Let's uh, keep our nose pressed in our in our prophecies and our Bible, and um, and not waver away from Yeshua Hamashiach. So, well, folks, we're going for an hour and six minutes. I think I'm going to end it here. I still got this cold a little bit. My throat's still doing this stuff where I start talking like Marlon Brando toward the end of the show. Um, in the Godfather, you know. Um, anyway, I wanted to say I'm trying to figure out something, folks. Um, I want to spice up Pose the Matrix a little more, okay? And um, what I did was back in 2010, I authored this book. Um, I know on the outside it says uh, by David Rufino and Joseph Jordan. Well, Joseph Jordan contributed to it, but he wasn't an author, okay? Authors write things, okay? Um, so anyway, um, I have a few copies of this left. Now, there's a free copy of it on Opposing the, Ma not Opposing the Matrix, on uh, the Delusion Resistance website. And you can download that and read it for free, okay? Or um, <clears throat> I'm thinking about, um, I don't know. I don't know what to do because I want to, this is the book that I wrote, okay? And um, see, that's me right down there. And um, I'd like to get it to people because it's not doing me any good here sitting in storage and um, I have a limited number of them not that not that many but um, maybe for a donation or something like that a 20 bucks or something um, or we could have contests you know and um, 
and go that way. You know, the winner of the contest wins the book. You know, that's that's cool too. Although it would probably strap me because of stuff, shipping and handling and stuff like that. Um, so anyway, um, yeah. So be praying about that because I, I don't exactly know how to present it. Like I said, there's there are copies of it and probably about 15 and um, all together. And, um, and what I'll do is I'll sign them and autograph them too. Not that my signature and autograph me a dang thing, except to the banks. <laughs> but... Um, uh, you know, maybe, uh, you know, maybe like an art, fine artist when I die someday, you know, the, the book will be worth more money. And actually it's worth quite a bit now because it's out of publication. So if you look for it online, it's, uh, it's offered for anywhere from $180 and up. So it is a bargain. So, um, anyway, well, like I said, uh, oh, by the way, um, I was talking with Ralph Epperson and, uh, we're going to be on here pretty soon. And uh, again, and uh, we're going to be presenting some of his um, some of his uh, his slides that he's done his his DVDs. That's what I'm thinking of. And um, we're going to be presenting those um, in a, on a live show like this. And Ralph will be there to maybe afterwards answer questions if anybody's got any, and um, and go from there. But uh, Ralph's all jazzed up because I've been publishing these shows on Truth Central, which is uh, Donald Trump's site, and. Um, uh, Ralph's got some messages he would like Mr. Trump to see. He thinks they're very important and, and integral to the operation of government. And um, he would like, uh, like I said, Trump to see it and to, to mull these things over. And maybe um, that would help him to uh, affect a, a presidency that uh, was you know, kind of like he had before, but uh, a little more toned down, but at the same time a lot stronger. I, does that make any sense? I don't know. Um, so anyway, folks, I'm going to go ahead and end it here. So look for Ralph to be here one of these nights and uh, maybe once a week for a little while. Um, he's doing good. And he sends his love and everything else. And uh, <clears throat> so uh, I'm going to let it go now, folks. So anyway, Yahweh bless you, folks, in ways that you never thought possible. Um, but the best, one of the best parts about Yahweh correcting us or loving us is that he corrects us when we're wrong. And... I grew up under a dad that was very much an authoritarian, okay, my way or the highway kind of thing, and uh, Yahweh's not that way. I mean, eventually, if you don't listen to him and you die in your sins, then, you know, it's my way or the highway, but um, and that highway to hell is not a good one to be on. So, anyway, um, <clears throat> so, yeah, when he reproves us, he reproves us with love, and and he lets us keep our dignity and our... In our um, he can humble us and allow us to keep our dignity at the same time, which is, is amazing. So, um, and I've experienced that several times in my life because I am a hard-headed human being, a hard-headed man. Um, so I don't know why I'm going into all this. But anyway, folks, have a great uh, couple of days. And Brian and I will be back on Thursday. Um, we'll have a nice chat with you about... Um, artificial intelligence and all the stuff that's going on with that and as well as other things too um so be blessed and um may the lord bless you and keep you may he make his face to rise upon you and be gracious unto you may he watch your going out you're coming in you're rising up you're lying down you're driving to work you're coming home may he may he just bless you in ways that you never thought possible and give you the peace that passes all understanding in the mighty name of yeshua hamashiach our lord and savior jesus christ folks Good night.
Yeah, we blow.